Hello, welcome to Culture Dumps. I'm your favorite Ryan Lichten, and I'm sitting down with Andy Paz. Andy was on our Heinz Easy Squirt episode and a few of our Patreon exclusive episodes of Squirts. Andy, today it is another culinary dump. Guys, this honestly is the best day of my life. This is a topic <laughs> I've been wanting to be on a podcast for for years. Years and years and years, and today is the day, and I absolutely cannot wait to talk to you guys about what we're about to talk about. Yes. Today, it's another it's another fast food-centric uh, dump. And, you know, I feel like the reason why we do for culinary dumps, why it mostly leans towards fast food places is because there's just so much shit coming in and out of them. You know, it's like there's, like, a new limited edition item every fucking week. So some are bound to make a strange impression. And none more strange... Or kind of like rude. Like, I feel like the existence of this sandwich is kind of just like a slap in the face to society. But it's the KFC Double Down. The Double Down sandwich is basically two... Well, not basically. It literally is two fried chicken breasts with cheese, bacon, and some signature sauce in the middle. It's kind of the most, like, gaudy... Again, rude sandwich because it's like we know that this shit's bad for you. KFC has a reputation of being one of the worst. It's actually usually ranked second worst fast food for you, you know, out of all the major retailers and chains. But then they decided to just go full hog with it. And they're like, nope, like we're going to take off the bread so it's low carb, but then we're going to add more. It's just like the sleaziest sandwich ever. So before we get into kind of the the whole short-lived history. I mean, it's not that short. For a limited item, it kind of stuck around. But before we get into that, we're going to get into the brief history of KFC, a.k.a. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It officially began in 1952 just outside of Salt Lake City, Utah, when Harlan Sanders opened up his first restaurant. For years, he had been selling his chicken out of a roadside motel he had purchased over 20 years earlier. The motel that ended up doubling as the first Kentucky Fried Chicken was also where Sanders created his now legendary secret blend of herbs and spices, which is made up of 11 heavily guarded ingredients. You can find it online. I, I know it off the top of my head, actually. But uh, <laughs> no, you don't. that's going to be behind the paywall on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you don't know <laughs> the secret blend of herbs and spices off the top of your head, like a fucking Bible verse. But so like the the motel by the way was in Corbin, Kentucky. So like I know it seems strange that the very first standalone KFC restaurant was in Salt Lake City, Utah, but I'm sure that, you know, as a businessman that's kind of a good idea cuz they didn't have southern fried chicken over there. So let's, you know, let's bring it to a part of the country that doesn't have this rather than a part of the country that has an abundance of this. But his chicken being slanged out of a roadside motel became that's like some like really shitty Anthony Bourdain style stuff where it's like no you really got to get to like the bottom of it you know like like you're not gonna find these dishes this experience in you know the the bigger restaurants you find it in the shitty motels alongside you know you have a beer with the common man did a guy who what was his name again Harlan Sanders and he went by the colonel the can I just say something and this is totally off topic yeah colonel <laughs> Think about the way it's spelled. C O N O E. Did I spell it right? No, it's C O L O N E L. It's not. It's there's not no Colonel. R's in there. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's, what is going on? 
Uh, I don't know. Someone in the in the military way back had no fucking idea what they were doing. They're just flying by the seat of their pants so, right now. <laughs> guys, just to make things easier for the rest of the episode, we're gonna refer to him as Colonel Sandal as Sanders. Colonel. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like a sick like R and B name. My name like, is Colonel. Colonel Sanders. But also kind of fits into like the kind of more like French uh, tinged Southern life, like Colonel Sanders. Hey, you know, do you know about like a mint julep? Do you know about that one word that people in New Orleans call like loser people what uh what's i don't know i was asking you no i don't oh it's cool yawn oh <laughs> Dude, yeah. does, does anyone know about that leave a comment in the uh, description <laughs> down below thank you yeah i'd have to hit up uh you know with some of the guys that we did the uh patreon exclusive episode the seven dust woodstock 99 set commentary with where i recorded it in new orleans but anyways let's get back to the matter at hand here harlan sanders is better known as Colonel Sanders or Colonel Sanders. However, despite the popular misconception, he was never in the military. In reality, Sanders spent his life trying his hand at several different careers, including steamboat stoker, insurance salesman, gas station attendant, and motel operator. The title of Colonel or Colonel was bestowed upon him by the Commonwealth of Kentucky, who awards its most accomplished citizens with the title of Kentucky Colonel. That's sick. It's like getting a fucking key to the city. It's but like being knighted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the closest thing in America we have to being knighted, being the Kentucky Colonel. Do we, um, there's a lot of different knightings, but you know, yeah, knighting uh, in the in in the uh, shitty uh, you know stupid teenage to early twenties college age too much drinking uh, words. Knighting is when someone passes out and you basically assault them <laughs> by putting your on their head uh, <laughs> but also now that i'm reading the word colonel so many times like it's like spelling sergeant with a p like there's no like cor like colonel like it, i don't know I'm, I'm gonna get over it sergeant with a p yeah exactly by the mid-1950s sanders had hit the road opening several other kfc franchises across the country in 1957 kfc introduced their now iconic bucket the bucket is basically the delivery system for them giving you your chicken. If you get anything more than three pieces, they give it to you in a bucket. It's iconic. It's classic. It's a piece of Americana. And they make great passenger seat companions in your car when you're just driving around, cranking some tunes, eating some chicken. And throwing the bones out the window. Throwing the bones out the window. Laissez-faire. You know what I mean? Just like that. That's kind of the life. It's it, Harlan Sanders probably was a cool guy, but also was probably very old-fashioned in all of the worst uh, ways, if, if you're catching my drift. I mean, he's the Kentucky colonel. He probably harbored some some views, but hey, I don't know that. Do you think he was racial? Uh, probably. <laughs> I think I would think so. Yeah, but, you know, he's still the colonel. So Colonel Sanders sold his company in 1964, but stayed on the KFC team as brand ambassador. In 1976, the colonel was named the second most recognizable celebrity, the first being Muhammad Ali. On December 16, 1980, Colonel Sanders passed away, forever remembered by all those who visit a KFC or pass by one or stop at a Taco Bell Pizza Hut KFC combination or any other combination fast food locations and truck stops uh, that feature the Colonel's famous chicken. Those combination restaurants are not as common out where we live here in Los Angeles, but I wish they were. There's nothing like getting breadsticks and some tacos. And a personal pan pizza. Yeah, and like maybe a, a like a couple drumsticks. Yeah, do, do they make triple combos yet? They have, yeah. Are I, you kidding? I've seen a Pizza Hut, KFC, Taco Bell combo, one drive-through, probably like the most cracked team of fucking 
fast food employees the world has ever seen wow. to harness that kind of power is unreal. It's like having access to the fucking launch codes. They deserve a, a Michelin star if they don't have one. Yes. Yeah. They need to create a new category. They need to add like a fast food Michelin star. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just another star for people that are so stellar, like yeah. like the you know triple threat fast food workers. So we also need to get into the brief history of fried chicken. We're going to keep this one really brief because it's, I mean, it's chicken. It's been around for fucking ever. There's a million different stories. But fried chicken, or in this case, southern fried chicken, which is kind of what we're focusing on, it comes from two very different cultures that were brought together under the worst of circumstances. The dish as we know it today is a combination of Scottish fried chicken, which was really the first known style to you know, fry it in fat and batter and, and, you know, make it this super intensely doughy, like fatty thing. Um, but then also the West African style of frying chicken, which involved a combination of tons of herbs and spices and flavor. And it was, they were usually frying it in palm oil. There wasn't any breading involved. It was just a, a manner of cooking the chicken. Um, but they, you know, were known for their, the herbs and spices, basically. So the two styles were combined in the American South by West African slaves and slave owners of Scottish descent. So basically, when the slaves were told to cook chicken in the way that the Irish or the Scottish, you know, owners wanted it, basically they would, you know, throw their own spin on it because they knew that it was much better with herbs and spices. Because who wants just like a plain chicken breast fried in flour or like dough, and that's it. No. That not me. I do not want that. It's yeah. Well, you I better be like... seasoning it at the end, tossing it in lemon pepper, doing something. Just do, please. Right. So please. And so yes, you know that that's how the the two fl the flavor and the method were brought together. You know, in one of the darkest times in American history. Uh, but also, I feel like this is where like the stereotype where like white people don't season their food and like you know for the most part, if you look at cuisines like in England and stuff, that there is a lot of truth to that. And this is like a stellar example where like people are like, no, 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 like we're gonna add at least some fucking salt and pepper to this shit. Like you guys are <laughs> freaks just eating like fried chicken without any fucking flavor. So the double down. We're skipping way ahead here. Announced on April 1st, 2010, and officially released nationwide April 12th, 2010, the Double Down is a KFC sandwich that utilizes two fried chicken breasts as the buns, with cheese, bacon, and a signature sauce inside. The sandwich was silently released in specific KFC locations in Omaha, Nebraska, and Providence, Rhode Island, several months before as like a test item, you know, just to test the market, see if anyone wanted it, and they did. As word of this insane sandwich grew, the sheer novelty brought millions of people to their local Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurants. I remember seeing that shit. I do too. And I, I, I thought it was like the best fucking craziest thing ever. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I remember seeing this on like forums that I used to go on because this is way before. Wait, what year? 2010. 2010. 2010. Like it wasn't. It was. Like Instagram and everything was around, but I, I remember I'd be on different forums and stuff for I don't know. Yeah, and like fast food review sites. Yeah, and you yeah, always fast food review it, sites. Like YouTube food reviewers and their comment sections. Yeah, and I, I've always, always been into different types of fast food. Um I am the new correspondent. Oh my the new God. fast food correspondent. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I, I brought Andy uh, on today for a very special reason because we share the same fond memory of the double down and it really has nothing to do with either of us, but we just have a connection to it that we'll get to in, in a little bit. But did you like how when it was announced to you eating one like how long of a wait was that? Well, Were you I, there like right away? Uh, the first day it came out, I got it. <laughs> Because, like I said, I was on the forums and I had seen it 
come out and I could not wait to get it. I the double down from KFC is hands down the greatest hands double down. Hands double down the greatest marketing move any fast food company has done in the history of the galaxy actually yeah I the mean, galaxy it, it really that because what they did was they owned their kind of negative reputation yeah and they didn't they didn't care about making an instagram food like this wasn't like a unicorn frappuccino or like a rainbow yeah. bagel they were just being themselves and it's something that I really identify with. It's either you love me or you hate me. <laughs> right. Abs and that's how absolutely. it was with the double down. Yeah. It was it, brilliant. Exactly. And, you know, it, again, yeah, the, the sheer novelty of it and them not, not giving a fuck. But it was incredibly successful. Within three months of its release, 10 million double downs had been sold, raking in a reported $50 million. What was at first intended to be a short-lived limited-time item soon became the most popular item in America. By May of 2010, KFC had announced that the Double Down was there to stay. Now, this is about the time, I would say maybe a month after it came out, that our special story happened. So our good buddy, Ronnie, who we've brought up uh, before, he... So, and I tried to get him on the show for this, by the way. He was not interested. <laughs> he didn't, he said he, no. He, he didn't want to do it. He, he's not okay, really, well, he, he doesn't I, put himself out there like this. I'm going to run you guys through how this came to be because he was making all these crazy claims. Like we'd go get street tacos at lunch. He's like, I could eat 20 of these easy. And I could I'm eat like, 10 uh, McDoubles. And I'm like, no, you couldn't. Then he'd go and do it. <laughs> And then one that time turned into alcohol habit. Later. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Where it was just like, no, I could beer bong two mad dogs. And we're like, no, you can't. And then he would do it. And it's like, great. Now we have a guy that just beer bong two mad dogs on our hands. <laughs> now we got to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's kind of like that with food too. Like he wasn't in good shape after trying to eat 10 fucking McDonald's McDoubles either. Uh, and you know what? He did it. Yeah, he did that, it, and he, that's the important thing. He, he got to um, nine and a half, and he was like, "Dude, I gotta stop. My heart hurts." <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> that's like me though. After I have like half of one, um, and so then, so him and I were yeah. really into the double down together, and obviously, like his claims of being able to eat them rolled over into this. And Ryan, if you want to, you know, explain a little. So Ronnie. So the double down again, picture this and it's full size. Like they didn't make, it's not like sliders. Like these are like the full chicken breast that you would have on a chicken sandwich at KFC. It's not like they're little zingers and they're not strips. These are full on chicken breasts. So he said that he could eat five of them. Now let's break that down. Five double downs. That's 10 KFC fried chicken patties. That's, uh, 10 strips of bacon. And that's, Ten slices. Ten slices of cheese and then fucking five gigantic squirts of whatever cream-based sauce they were throwing on top of these bad boys. And I, I didn't go. I remember seeing the pictures of him oh, in the it was like It was like a full event between our friend group. It was me, Ronnie, and a couple of friends. But what happened was he was like, I can eat five. And then we had another friend that was like, okay, I'm coming. I'm going to come see this happen. He's like, but I don't think you can eat five, dude. He's like, right. I bet you can't eat five. And then Ronnie's like, oh, yeah? Then I'm going to eat six. <laughs> Upping the fucking Annie, dude. That, I mean, th that's kind of like the story of like all of our friends. It's just like the neck, like whatever. Just crank it up. Like, like whatever. It can, like if you're already eating five, what's one more going to do to you? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like kind of like the old adage. It's like, yeah, it, like when someone wants to you know, offer you like a tiny shot of alcohol. 
when they're already wasted. It's like, dude, just drink it's it. It's not even a Yeah, just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you already had five double downs, you might as well just eat fucking six yeah, at that point. But it. never eat more than six. And we do not condone this behavior uh, on this show, yeah. by the way. Actually, I do. I want to see the videos of you guys going out, getting the double downs, and eating as many of them as there you can. There is footage of it. I think I filmed it on my chocolate touch. Yes. So, yeah, that, that was the whole thing. And when I thought about... You know, when I was thinking about new like culinary dump ideas and I thought of the double down, I was like, oh, my God, when fucking Ronnie tried to eat fucking five of these bastards, it's insane. But alas, back to the double down story or saga. Like a high-sodium, ultra-gross wildfire, the double-down began to spread across the world. In October of 2010, it was introduced in Canada. November of 2010 brought it to the Philippines. By March of 2011, it had reached Australia, and by May of 2011, it hit New Zealand as well. Asia was hit in 2012, starting with Japan and spreading to Singapore and Malaysia, and it had reached South Africa in 2013. Now, the interesting thing about it, the double down being available in all these different countries is that there had to be different versions of them because some countries, you know, they don't eat pork, you know, in their, in their culture. So the bacon would be substituted for, um, like, like chicken strips, basically like not like a chicken strip, but like a bacon, like thickness strip of chicken What on it. Yeah. So it was like chicken with no chicken idea. strips. And then, uh, you know, like other countries would use, like they'd put like a hash brown in the middle of it. And that actually looks pretty bomb if you, if you see photos of it. Um, but then there was also like, uh, I mean, there was like a couple other variations, but we'll, we'll get to that. But the main thing, yeah, it's called the halal versions. And like South Africa had it, like Malaysia, like different countries had these different versions to kind of like uh, please and, and, you know, to come to the, the cultures of the What of did the they areas. do in uh, like kosher places? Do you know? Uh, I don't think that they eat double downs. They don't eat double downs. I don't think so. They're not kosher. Yeah, they're not. You can't. You can't have dairy and meat. See, there there should be like or well, pork. I I don't necessarily know how how it works. I used to sell weed to to a a guy a, a rabbi who uh, <laughs> really? yeah who who's who worked at like a processing factory for like meats and like it was his job to make sure that everything was done like up to kosher code, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would always come and like want to like pitch me ideas to like bless weed or like bless seeds so we could grow like kosher weed for him and his friends. And I feel like this would have been a perfect fucking question if Abraham was still in my life. Does that exist anymore or does it exist? Kosher weed? Uh, I don't know. Anybody on this podcast, if you take the fucking kosher weed idea, fuck yeah, you. I'm suing you. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so it was in Asia where the double down began to mutate. There was a Hawaiian variant, which had pineapple and like a teriyaki sauce. There was a smaller junior double down and a double down dog, which had a hot dog in a bun that was the fried chicken breast with cheese on top. Oh my that's God. That's too much. Ryan, you got to stop, dude. That's too much, dude. No, but that's not even the worst one. The most dangerous and brutal of all double downs was the Zinger double down, which has changed uh, o- over over time because, you know, what we'll see that the double down, it doesn't, it never really goes away. It's kind of like a terrible virus, you know, in the world. It's like it can be suppressed, but it's always there somewhere. So the double down is still available in certain parts of the world. But the zinger is two chicken patties serving as the bun with a fucking, the innards of a bacon cheeseburger. So a beef patty, cheese, bacon, sauce. And, like, yeah. Are you kidding? No, they, KFC. Yeah, KFC. they had they had beef. They had beef. Yes. Oh, it, which is crazy enough. My right? Jesus, God. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. I, yeah, I, I, no. Yeah, Korea. Like, hey, South to Korea. everyone that's listening to this, I literally had no idea, and I felt like I 
am, you well, know, you know, I'm you like the encyclopedia something. when it comes to double downs. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing, you know, we weren't taking bets because you would have doubled down on not, and, you know, I would have fucking claimed your ass with that fucking you singer double down. You definitely would But would've. the zinger also, folks, is is the code name or, or the, the menu name for the, uh, the sliders, the, the little sliders that they have there. But again, that's misleading because this is, again, the zinger double down, but it's it's big. It's a full fucking bacon cheeseburger. But instead of a bun, it has fried chicken breast. Can, can, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I need to say something. And I've said this since I was, was 2000, I was 20 years old. Guys, if there was a bun, a bread bun on the double down, no one would have given a fuck it's at true. all. It's true. There's double cheeseburgers. There's the Baconator. There's Dave's triple fucking classic thing. If this was a chicken sandwich... No one would have cared. No one would have cared. Well, they already had chicken sandwiches. Yeah, if anything, it would have been a weak chicken sandwich because it didn't have lettuce or tomato Yeah, but this is essentially, when you think about it, a healthier version of the chicken sandwich. Right, and we'll get to the the specifics of that uh, in a little bit. But yes, I mean, it's, it's keto. Almost. 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 The breading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, there was a grilled option I forgot to mention. Where, but that just sounds gross. Like two slimy it grilled like chicken breasts. It sounds slippery. Just slipping around like with the cheese and the bacon. It's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you need the traction of the breading. Now, the Double Down made its European debut in Sweden in 2017 and quickly spread to neighboring countries. Many countries had variants of the sandwich, but none as impressive as the Asian variants. Upon its release in the UK, it became the biggest selling item instantly with one selling every second during business hours the first day every kfc in the uk which is a bunch for every hour that they were open for business for every second of every one of those hours they sold a fucking double down that's fucking crazy the demand for that is staggering let's not even talk about how many chickens yeah i don't even want to talk about that yeah 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 one thing we overlooked is that things are dying for this how many chicken arms do you think KFC sells a day <laughs> like the legs is, I don't know no the arms the, ar- the arms <laughs> like a bit like a million like wings well, millions 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 a day all over the fucking place because think about it you get a bucket like you know that's like 12 fucking pieces they're just when you guys when you think about it it's just I'm sure someone out there listening animal. is like very militant with all this shit and will send us like just these terrible yeah, guys, statistics us, that'll make me it, feel like let a us, shitty person let uh, us know in the uh, comment section down below yeah <laughs> exactly One by one, countries began discontinuing the sandwich as sales declined. The United States held on strong, though, and the Double Down was available in U.S. locations until 2018. But it was still being introduced into new markets such as China and, you know, in in the U.K. as late as 2017 and 18. So where it would die in one place, it would pop up in another, like a -a whack-a-mole made of Double Downs. And that's kind of like the, the... history of the double down but however it doesn't stop there because in 2020 it was announced that the double down would be brought back from the hell to which we had banished it first introduced in october of 2020 in the uk for a month and only available via uber eats it was later announced that in april of 2021 the double down will be available nationwide in the united states and guys we decided that we're going to do a follow-up episode where we do a live taste test of five of them of five 
<laughs> and then I'm gonna eat six. Right. And I so I just looked up pictures of the double down on uh on Instagram, you know, hashtag double down because people in Europe, yeah, they they've been having it and a lot of fucking other countries too. Asia still has it. Again, it was just discontinued here to be brought back, but it never went away in some of the countries that it was introduced in. And a lot of them put lettuce and tomato and a hash brown on it instead of the bacon. And it looks really good. It looks pretty fucking appetizing. You know what I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do lie. when it comes out? I'm going to put two buns in the middle of it. Oh, that's very punk. Or one bun, it's I guess. It's very deconstructive like, art of yeah, you. Yeah, I can't wait. They're so good. <laughs> They're so yummy. I just hope they don't mung it up here by uh, putting fucking lettuce and tomato like they were doing over do there think, in Europe. Leave you, that shit out of my double down. I can't wait until there's like a uh, meat alternative option, like a, a seitan. The beyond double yeah, down. Yeah, the beyond double down. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much beyond meat. Well, just for reference, folks, you know, we were talking about how kind of gross and it might seem, but also enticing. Because also the internet was doing a funny thing back then where like bacon was still like a big joke to make. Oh my God. So you- like eating like gross shit was like epic meal time on YouTube was fucking like at its absolute peak. So around this time, like people were craving these like almost like exotic food experiences, but on the most bottom tier level. Just excess. And also I recently found this out. You know, the bacon craze. Everyone knows the bacon craze. Yeah. Put on by the pork board. Oh, well, yeah, I mean... Put on by the pork board. I thought that this was like an organic internet thing, and I always kind of knew in the back of my mind... There's no such thing, dude. Unbelievably cringe. I'm like, dude, bacon is fucking whack. There's always a bacon-themed... Like a bacon scented smoking man somewhere. Yeah, I'm off good. In the I'm good. Oh, I like bacon and remember and then it was beards after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. Guys, let let uh, let let us know in the comments down below. <laughs> What's your favorite bacon? Mine is uh the three six five version at Whole Foods of the uncured applewood smoke thick cut. Oh bacon. yeah, I like a thick cut uh, uh, applewood. But that's not what you're getting in a double down, folks. You're getting two real thin and crispies. But just for reference, let's get down to the brass tack of the double down the double down boasts 32 grams of fat 540 calories and 1380 milligrams of sodium now the grilled variant is a little easier on you it only has 23 grams of fat 460 calories but somehow it has 1430 milligrams of sodium (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like almost almost just a little bit shy of a of a hundred more milligrams, like I don't. Well, you know why? Because fucking the who a who's getting the grilled chicken from KFC? Just stop, turn around, go to the fucking market and cook yourself dinner if you're really trying to be that fucking healthy, you know, to get the grilled variant of a double down. But also, it probably tasted bad. I I think I just figured out in my head why it's more sodium. Why? Because they probably marinate it. Oh yeah, yeah. and they and you know what? They probably don't marinate the breaded chicken. No, because they don't have to. Well, I know that one of the 11 herbs and spices is salt. <laughs> but there's definitely that's not. That's all I'm giving you. That, that's all I'm giving you. If you, want the, if you want the 10 extra herbs and spices, I tell you I'm to join the Patreon. I'm like just a red laser dot going onto Andy's head as I sit across from him right now. And it's just like a, like a it's Colonel Sanders, you know, the, the, the underground assassin, you know, because of all of his Kentucky Fried military training, about to assassinate Andy because he's afraid he's going to well, spill no, the beans. I'm like a, uh, a medium for... Colonel Sanders. Essentially, I'm like your guy's telephone to Colonel Colin out. That's how I know that one of them is definitely salt. You told me. Colonel, let me ask you. I'm speaking to you now, Colonel. If you can hear me, I'm speaking to you. The double down. What's next? 
I guess he must have hung up, Mr. <laughs> fucking Medium. Jesus. You ever hear a fucking improv? <laughs> Now the I double down. Were, I you were running that bit. The double down is not the first or only wacky menu item from the Colonel. In fact, much like with all other international fast food franchises, other countries seem to get really creative with their menus. For instance, China has a shrimp burger. The Philippines has a cheese top burger, which is fucking hilarious because it's a fried chicken breast on a bun, and then they put a, a fucking sheet of cheese on top. Of the bun. <laughs> so if you were to hold it, like take your hands like you're holding a cheeseburger, imagine your fingers just soaking into melted cheese. That's how they constructed this. It's like a, it's like a prank. It's a meme. It's like, oh, this is a bee's churger or whatever. The fu- <laughs> it's like one of those fucking memes, but for real. Thailand has a shrimp donut, which is basically just a ring of fried shrimp. But this actually sounds bomb and looks bomb. Green chicken curry rice bowl. So it's chopped up fried chicken in a curry rice bowl. Uh, Australia we has- We're getting a- so far away from- the original du- a green curry rice bowl is now considered a double down no 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 these are just other items that are interesting oh my god sorry guys i disassociated but i mean it's double down as far as uh how delicious and enticing it is australia has nachos for instance at their kfcs like i don't know if anymore but at one time they did and also this is the best thing this is almost like a double down this is very similar in a lot of the asian locations they have a chitsa which is a pounded out huge fried chicken breast like topped with the double down stuff so like cheese and a sauce and like whatever else you'd put on there like they kind of do it like the bowl so there's like corn and mashed potatoes but it's a fucking pizza and it's called a chizza and like that's that to me is kind of the most impressive that's the final form for a double down we saw it as a burger we saw it as a hot dog we saw it just as a chicken like a full-on multi-slice pizza is kind of where it's at. But it's not innovative and risky menu items that KFC have been known for. They also have a strange history with advertising and promotions. In 2015, they introduced a photo printer that doubled as a famous KFC bucket where you could literally, you would buy the photo printer, they would put your chicken chicken in the bucket and the printer was like attached to the bottom and then you would go home and ideally sit at your desk and edit your cool photos this was aimed at the younger crowd and you'd edit your cool photos and then like grab like a chicken wing and like take a couple bites and like pop it back in the bucket and then like your photos would print out of the bucket what yeah no it's absolutely fucking that's a real thing that you can look up the photo printer fucking bucket that that's the deal but in 2016 they also created a takeout container that could charge your phone it had charge ports in it and like a little bit of battery so you could like literally charge your phone in your takeout container and they just didn't fucking work like for the most oh part Man, but who I'll, expected that to work i, I mean me honestly <laughs> yeah you, it, uh, like literally only if kfc could have done something like you know maybe like come out with some sort of like natural chicken and have like a Kind of like a washed up like eighties like pop star like voice the uh yeah the the commercial. Well, I like their ads that they do now where they've gotten like a bunch of different kernels. Like it was like Norm McDonald and John Goodman. I think Reba was one. Like there, it's cool. Like I like I appreciate. Wait, did that. you not get my reference? What? No, I. That was a <laughs> throwback to episodes, I think two and three of the Millie Vanilli oh. story. That's right. This yeah, guy, see, I, the host that doesn't even know. The host that doesn't even know. That That's absolutely... No, you're, no, you're totally right. And actually, Millie Vanilli just uh, announced their biopic is being made by a director. I forget his name. It escapes me. But he was Me Too'd uh, not too long ago by, like, Olivia Munn and, like, a couple other, like, big-name actresses. And, like, his big comeback film is fucking Millie Vanilli. <laughs> like, as if anyone gives a fuck. I cannot wait. Yeah, no, me neither. I can't wait either. I will see it uh, despite, uh, you know, the... Uh, 
the hesitance to support the the director, but I definitely support Millie Vanilli. But back to KFC's uh, interesting promotional items. They had chicken-flavored nail polish to coincide with their slogan, Finger Licking Good. Uh, So you would constantly be able to lick your fingers. This is something... That is obviously not COVID era <laughs> like item, but then also they had a comic book where the Colonel was like a bunch of different versions of the Colonel that all had superpowers, and they even had a limited edition country album only available on vinyl that was to promote their Nashville hot chicken strips. So like they went really like full tilt with the fucking like they're killing it stuff. with the uh, promo, but I feel like it gets really overlooked and no one cares. I didn't know about that. I didn't know yeah. about any of it. Well, no one cares about like everyone overlooks KFC because of their reputation of being like the fried chicken joint and the bucket. Like while on one hand has really helped them throughout the decades. On the other hand, it kind of hurts them because the idea of like a bucket full of fried chicken is just like trashy. And like, there's like, just picture a person eating a bucket of fried chicken in your head, and if you do that, you're picturing like a guy with it under his arm and like a fucking undershirt with stains on it. His boxers are all torn, sitting on the couch. Like it's like fucking loser food, like <laughs> in fucking movies and TV shows. And like again, that's why that's the beauty of the double down. And I guess what it all means is, you know, humans are pigs and we'll eat anything that you put in front of us, essentially. And if if you make it worse, it's almost like prohibition. Like the more you tell someone that they shouldn't be eating something, the more they want to eat it. You know, it's, it's all this psychology, but also there's a bigger lesson here. And Andy touched on it earlier. If someone's giving you hate, if, if you're, if you're getting de- like people are getting down on you in your life or just, you feel like society's not, you know, working with you and working against you own that shit, own it, make it your own. And you know what? If your food's too fatty and people are giving you shit for it, Fuck it. Take the bread off the fucking sandwich. Add another chicken patty. Throw some cheese in the middle of that bitch and eat it with your fucking hands like you're at medieval times. That's how the haters lose and the winners win. Right? Embrace the loser food. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone loves loser Loser food. Loser food is for winners. Loser food is for winners. Absolutely. So... Folks, if you want exclusive Culture Dumps content, be sure to follow us on patreon.com slash culture dumps. We got all kinds of episodes and videos and all that stuff that I tell you about every episode because I can't implore you enough to check it out. It really helps us out. helps keep the microphones on here and keeps our dumb eBay purchases uh, flowing in. You know, like those Osiris D3s I bought, uh, they, they didn't pay for themselves. <laughs> I put them on. Yeah, and I put them on. I put them on. Yes, and they are fucking, they're cozy as shit. They're like outdoor <laughs> slippers. But also, folks, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Culture Dumps. And if you have any suggestions, you can email us at culturedumps at gmail.com. I'm Ryan Lichten. I'm Andy Paz. This has been Culture Dumps. Chicken one, two, chicken one, two. Okay. Be, <clears throat> be real and enjoy. One hundred percent real chicken. KFC is fake.